Hey everybody, this is Chelsea Schaefer and Caitlin Gustav, and this is The Score, the official podcast of the sport of team roping. This is the Team Roping Journal's semi-weekly podcast, highlighting the team roping industry's top talents and influencers through stories that inspire and connect ropers. We sit down with ropers from the professional ranks, as well as industry icons and producers to delve into topics that make the team roping world tick. This is season two. It will feature even deeper interviews, storytelling, and issue-based coverage, and we are so excited you're here. Junior Nagara is coming into the 2019 Wrangler National Finals Rodeo as the number one healer in the PRCA World Standings, roping again this year with Caleb Driggers. This will mark his sixth appearance in the Thomas and Mac since his explosion onto the U.S. roping scene from Brazil, complete with that infamous pullback. Some things have changed since the first year. He's a newlywed, he's on the brink of fatherhood, and his English is pretty darn flawless. But his giddy personality, his priority of family over all else, and his hunt for a healing gold buckle have remained constant. Junior and I sat down just two days before the start of round one, immediately after he and the rest of the ropers got to run through the hill rodeo cattle steers in the arena. So here is Junior Nagara on this special episode of The Score, brought to you by CSI Saddle Pads. Oh, and look for a commercial for CSI telling you all about them at the middle of the episode. Hi, Junior. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. You guys, Great. You guys just broke in steers. Tell me, how did the steers feel this year at the NFR? What do you think? I think they're really good. They just take great, and um, we were good to rope them over there back in Texas. And I think Bobby Joe did a good job starting them like the past two years. And uh, I think this, this set's a little bit smaller than it used to be. Some of them are still going to try and run a little bit, but I think it's going to happen. We did a good job. Just get them caught a couple of times, make sure they hop good, live good. I think it's going to be a pretty good tune rope and watching at the NFR this year. So you rode two horses breaking in steers. You rode uh, Green, Green Card and Timon. Timon. What did you do? You know which one you I don't know yet. Well, I still don't really know which am I going to start on it because uh, I know Green Card so well. The last, you know, probably four or five years I rode him out here. And uh, it's been, I have been so successful on him. But Timon done really good this year over the summer, and he's a really good horse. Just uh, has a little bit more confidence on green card, but I think Timon, he step up. And if he do what he has done through this year, he's going to be really good too. Now, this is your, how many, how many consecutive NFRs is this? It's number six. Number six. Mm-hmm. Dream come true, of course. Um, how have you changed <laughs> since your first NFR? Well, that's a lot of change, and it is still is a blessing just to be here. You know, it could be Tiesto do a good job. Way okay? worse. Than <laughs> <years>. <laughs> I did a podcast in the airport with him, just talking to him. Well, we should have recorded it. Nah, we don't record stuff like that, do we, Tiesto? <laughs> <laughs> Clay Tryon. Six, so six years ago when you came to your first NFR, would you have joked around with Clay Tryon? A little bit, not a lot. <laughs> kind of like taught him a little bit how to be more happy and fun. <laughs> We've become good friends now. I really like him. Yeah, a great guy and an amazing thing for the industry of roping. And amazing hatter, one of the best ever. And it's cool. We've been roping a little bit back home right now. and 
my new place not too far from mm -hmm. his house. I just say sometimes we just cross in the gas station up there and he just mess with me. Say hey, it's my town. I say not anymore. Well, <laughs> 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 uh, it's good. It's been good. But back on the story, uh, this is my number six. It's my sixth year here, and first year was it was a blessing, you know. So I think for every roper, is a is a dream to make the NFR. No matter where you're from, from America and even mm -hmm. from Brazil and other countries, just dream. You grow up just watching NFRs, two rope and cap rope and the whole rodeo. That's pretty much the way we rope back home. Because today everything's changed, but back in the day, we only get to watch the old tapes and stuff. And everything they recorded, and we have access over there as the mm -hmm. NFR. So everybody thinks we just go fast every time. <laughs> That's why everybody just reaches and throws fast, that kind of. What kind of barrier? Did you guys have at home? Oh, no, they change. No, they just follow us. Everything mm -hmm. they have word series, a regular barrier. They doing a lot of word series back home now. Mm -hmm. It's like here. But back in the day, they used to have a rope barrier. When I was little, you had rope barrier, neck rope, and mm -hmm. all kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. What, um, so the first year you came here, it was a pretty crazy trajectory to getting to the finals. Um, how long, how long were you here? in the U.S. before you realized that, that the finals was a real goal, that it was really going to happen? Actually, well, the dream, you know, the goal to make the NFR, actually, since I was little, has mm -hmm. always been to be, you know, learn how to rope, be a better rider, roper, and just one day try to make the NFR, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, But then when God put everything together and, uh, you know, end up, Matt and Jay, true great friends. That's, that was a God thing. No matter what you say, I don't care what you believe or not, but the way it happened, you know, it's no. Uh -huh. And uh, so then uh, we start rodeoing, then we start doing good. And uh, when you get close to September, I had a good chance. Actually, Jake was saved, you know, he already uh -huh. had. But in the beginning, because I didn't have my social or, or my social, you know, or my, uh -huh. my tax ID or something like that. Because uh, we went to, let me see, Denver qualifier. Uh -huh. And we placed, we did good. And the next day I called and bought my card. Jake did it, you know. and uh, But I never count my money. So I lost 11000 Jake has 11000 more than I did. And any season, in regular season, if you don't have uh -huh. 11000 on, you know. Understanding hurts you bad because in the end, every dollar, hundred dollar, make a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Couple dollars, a thousand. So then we get, I, we got really close to make it, and you know I see we well, kind of get a little scared. Has a chance to make it, and but us, but God is so good. You know I run out of horsepower. Just have one little horse. My horse got sore. I couldn't run anymore. And the uh, Cole let me ride his horse. During the year, Mr. Allen let me ride his horse a lot. And uh, Jay, Jay just let me, he had an extra horse, let me ride in the last five rodeos, just helped me a lot. You know, everybody else just to, you know, get a passion for me and just help me out to make it. And then that was really, really good. And I need to thank them for, for everything. they done it. And uh, when I get here, to well, I, I made it pretty, you know, it's yeah. true. And, and that was a good finals. I didn't do the best I could have, but we did good. We won yeah, second on the average. Good, we yeah. did really good. Placing a couple mm -hmm. rounds, that one around, and, and we did good. Now, tell me, uh, this is one of my favorite questions, and I kind of ask it to everybody. 
Take me into your arena growing up as a kid. What did the arena look like? What did the cattle look like? What kind of horses were you riding? Who was yelling at you? Who was helping you? <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah, well, back in the day we rode muleys. You know, no horn steers. So, and uh, when I decided to become a professional roper, that's what I'm doing. Because I was just play a little bit like kid, play soccer a little bit. And soccer's huge in Brazil. Are you good at soccer? Oh, no, really, but I'm, I was a good uh, goalkeeper. You mm -hmm. know, hands, and I was really tall, and mm -hmm. everybody thought, and I like it, too. Mm -hmm. We played all the time, and not very good at running, you know. Mm -hmm. We just stay out there and just protect the goals. I was good, mm -hmm. and I had a chance to just try to go pro because mm -hmm. I was really tall, and everybody thought I'd be like 6'5", and just so fast because mm -hmm. I grew up, you know, faster than everybody. Mm -hmm. But I kind of just got stuck. But then I decided to... To just, I'm, I'm gonna be a professional. That's a, what I'm gonna do. I'm going to rope and try to be the best I can. And uh, my mom, my mom is, she's the one, always been with me and helped me and watched me since the first day. And How was, old were you when your dad died? I was, I was five, coming six. Gotcha. Yeah, so was little, very little, early. Very yeah. Little, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I stayed with mom, and uh, and actually she roped too, and I was able to start healing for her a little bit. But I was I was very into it, you know. I love it a little bit, like it. Just go rope a little bit, and then like a kid, you know, just go back, play soccer, rope again. Just for the time I want to be a bull rider, my mom hates, and I try to be a bull rider. <laughs> Are there videos? <laughs> no, I hope. Thanks God, not. <laughs> but I wasn't I wasn't bad too. I was decent. But when I start riding the big ones, and I got hurt one day bad, and I said, No, I'm not doing that anymore. So. And uh, but when we moved to a place we we still own back there, and uh, we moved to the ranch, and then uh, we have some stalls and had arena, mom make arena, and uh, I remember I just rope all the time. And she what was the me. arena made out of? Was it panels? That's a, that's a, no, it's not panel. It's just like a the post, like T post here, but not T post. Like a, it's like maybe wood post, mm -hmm. not two and sleek wire. It's pretty much what we got. And big old shoes, like mm -hmm. metal shoes. And stuff, <laughs> yeah. And uh, every time I had a break. Or I couldn't rope. I had, a, I had two horses, a little pony. Actually, I had a little square, and uh, I would ride him. It was like my probably my first horse. Mm -hmm. He's a small pony, but I had like two calves. So I just that was a little square. I put him out there and they just slope in circle, and then they give me a light turn. I'll heal him. And mm -hmm. I would spin them. I just <laughs> run the circle all day. And my mom, my grandpa has to come back say, "Hey, it's already dark. Let's go home. Leave the horse alone and calf alone." Mm -hmm. and, it, and I remember doing that. And uh, my mom, she was she was she was a, she was a great mom. She's the same one. She's just a, she's a she's out there for you. She has the biggest heart ever. And same time, she's like a tougher than a dad. She's just yeah. strong. And then you being know a, she get on a being. It's hard to be you know. Kind of yeah. now, I kind of understand now. Mm -hmm. You know, have to if you just pat it too much and just be a nice mom. Wouldn't work, so mm -hmm. she didn't have no dad. She has to be tough too, and she was. Mm -hmm. And I remember, remember myself. One thing that I start roping and say, "You want to rope? I'll turn in some steers. I have to go over there and set all the horses." I was little, like 13, 12 mm -hmm. years old. You know, go get the horses. It's hard to saddle. No saddle so heavy. Set them all. Go get the steers. I'll, I, I remember I settled three head horses and three horses and. Get all the steers, spin them, have them everything ready. Have mm -hmm. her hope, her rope, and the saddle horn glove, and she'll come and look around. And uh, and she was really good. She mm -hmm. used to really good, <laughs> catch a lot, never miss. So then she goes up there, rope one. I'll come, miss. 
she just turned around more. I would go over there, follow, follow, and miss. <laughs> and she just, I remember she back in the box. It's not even one time, that's a lot of, a couple of times. She said, well, okay, I'm going to rope the steer. I'm going to turn him. You can follow him how long you want, here to the water, whatever. <laughs> but when you let your rope go, you have to catch your feet. <laughs> it's okay, there uh -huh. we go. She goes up there, rope him, turn him. I follow, 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 <laughs> so almost until the steer could even walk anymore. <laughs> Boom, let it go, miss. She just let the steer go, take the rope off, say, okay, guys, we're done for today. <laughs> and I just cry. <laughs> just like, get so mad. <laughs> I used to hate my mom. I used to do that. <laughs> and this more than one time. She done it a few times. And I used to hate it. Now I understand. What know. made her such a cowgirl? Where does your mom's... Grandpa. She was really close to my... My grandpa, was, he was a cowboy. Mm -hmm. He was, you know, buy, trade a bunch of cattle, and he was a cowboy. We What's the Portuguese the word for cowboy? They call a cowboy, they call a cowboy, but it would be like a peão or vaquero. He was a peão. Mm -hmm. he, he was a good one. <laughs> and uh, I, I grew up with him, too. He mm -hmm. helped a lot, too, you know. Mm -hmm. Is he still around? No, he not. He's uh, he passed away in 2016. But did he ever get to come watch you here? No, never. no. Mm -mm. Mm. That's like remember 2016. I was hurt too. Mm -hmm. And then he, he found out I had a cancer, and then he passed away. And I have my my whole process going on. I couldn't go mm -hmm. see him. Nobody out of the country. It was it was pretty rough. But I know he's in a way better place, and pretty soon we're gonna be out together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. You're, can you talk about where you are in your immigration process? Is it top secret or is no, it? No, it is not. It's, it's good. good. It's yeah. good. I got my green card two years ago, and um, now I'm just waiting. And a couple more years, if probably after three or four more years, I can reply for citizenship if mm -hmm. I want to stay. But it's all good. Do you want to stay, or do you want to go home? No, I don't know what God wants for me. I love here. I love this country. You know, not because I just do and been so good to me, but it is. Best country in the whole world for whatever you do, sport, you know, so safe. And it's, I'm not saying I don't like Brazil, I do love Brazil too. Mm -hmm. But for everything here, the opportunity here is great. And I need to be, I am very, very thankful for everything America has been given to me. And not even for, you know, the the opportunities, but just friends and people I'm mad. And, and it's, it's been a blessing. But like I said, I don't know one day I can go home or. Whatever God wants me to do, because I miss home too. I miss going home. Yeah, what do you miss the most about home? Obviously, your family. Your family so is the family. most. I'm, you know, I'm really family person. You know me. And I'm more emotional than all those guys. You know me, and I miss my family, friends. It's just no matter just where you come from. You know, it wasn't. It was terrible. Just like your friends. Just mm -hmm. you know, we're, it's different. You know, we live different, way different, and and really tired and. Uh, Brazilian people, they're great people, has a huge heart, you know, they not going so much, but they, if you go out there, they just take your time just to see you, just hang out, it's, it's more, it's mm -hmm. more laid back like that, but it's a good people, but I, I miss the most is my family, and, and see my friends a little bit, and just hang out with my family is the most important thing. CSI Saddle Pads, they're the ones bringing you this episode today, making this all possible. And they're the choice of our guest, Junior Nogueira, for his elite equine athletes. They're made in the USA in the great state of Missouri. And every feature of the CSI saddle pad system is designed with your horse's comfort and performance in mind. The system works with all types of saddles, including traditional flex plate and treeless saddles. 
Not that I see a lot of T-Ropers out there riding in treeless saddles, but just so you know. At the heart of the CSI saddle system is a revolutionary CSI flex plate. First and foremost, this in-pad plate increases the contact area of the bars. This spreads the pressure of the saddle and the rider's weight out over a larger surface area, which in turn reduces or eliminates pinch and pressure points. Learn more and place an order at CSISaddlePads.com and look for them while you're in Las Vegas across the trade shows. Your family, you now have a family of your own here, soon to be. Yeah. What is the scariest thing to you about being a dad? I know. I never thought about that. I was so scared. But we got married. We're going to have a little girl. Even a little girl, you know. <laughs> I've been helping my mom with my sister, been kind of a dad mm -hmm. for a while, but never been a real dad. And now, I know, I, I'm starting thinking about it, you know. You're going to be gonna so change, good at gonna, it. Gonna, I don't know, hope so, but a lot of things going to change. And, yeah. Uh, you know, it's already already changed a lot. So, and everything I do uh, before, it is just think about me. And not, it's not, not, I'm, I'm not saying I'm supposed to be selfish, nothing, you know me. But now I just like, See, man, I have my family, you know, my wife, and I have a little girl. And I don't know, even Rodeo. I don't know, I was talking to Colin the other day. Yeah. said, dude, man, I already miss my family. What about when you leave Vegas, too? He said, he said man, you got to be tough to leave because they're mm -hmm. crying, they love you, they want you to stay. But we know God has plans. We're just praying for her can deliver very healthy and be a blessed girl. And just me and Jacqueline, we pray all the time, so... You know, God just teach us, teach us how to raise her right, you know? Mm -hmm. The Bible says just teach your child on the way, on God's way. You never just miss track. So mm -hmm. I hope we just can do that. And I know if you do a good job, it doesn't matter. If you've done it, she'll never forget. So. And on the family topic, you were telling me that your sister is going to med school, is yeah. going to become a doctor, yeah, and she's had a ton of medical, ton of medical surgeries and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know her, my little sister, mm -hmm. she was special, mm -hmm. she was little people, a major, mm -hmm. and her legs was bothering her, and and uh, two years ago, we find an amazing doctor, actually here in America, and we just fly around with my mom, trying to find, you know, mm -hmm. uh, just something that would help her, nothing, her size never bothered her, you know, and we're good at it too. She was a blessing and a gift from God, and uh, and uh, but she started having problems with her knees, and pretty soon she had to have the surgery, and it's very kind of complicated. But we find a great doctor back home, and she done it, but it's really painful. She went through probably a year just rehab, mm -hmm. and just and she grows, she grew probably like a, oh, I think five six inches. She grows a lot, mm -hmm. you know, and her legs are straighter now, and she's fine. And all the doctors want to keep doing more because she can. Two more surgeries, she can become a, you know, mm -hmm. regular size people, normal people. And then she said, you know what, I'm happy like that. I need to take a little break. <laughs> so, then, <laughs> and I don't, mm -hmm. I don't blame her. But she, she started uh, doing the medical school and uh, she loved it. That's and amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, see you everything's for a reason. And uh, she's doing it and uh, she just started. That's why she can come yet. Mm -hmm. And she had some tasks to do back home, and but she's very happy. Yes, it is. It's, it's all in God's time, and everything's changed. Mm -hmm. We don't understand nothing. It's all yeah. for mm -hmm. a reason. Now, as far as 
Brazil. And I, I just could talk to you about Brazil all day because I've never been there. Mm-hmm. And I, I like to know about it. Tell us about the team roping culture back there. We talked about what your arena was like and what the steers are, but like, is it growing? Is it is it a new market or a growing market that we should be paying attention to? It is. It is. Team roping to huge too. It's probably the second most popular event. You know, but it's been growing a lot. Like I left six years ago, and the kids, the the guys, just been dominate, kind of dominate their you know their numbers and become pros back home. Mm-hmm. I don't even have no idea where they. I know them just to see, see who's that guy. And I talked to some old friends back home and said, well, they're just young kids. When you laugh, they just start roping. It. Not because of me, but because, you know, everything is in this There's got to be so much because of you, though. Yeah, like, yeah. Do you I, feel I think so too. like a responsibility to your country? or? Yes. I don't think it's just my country is for everything. It's a lot of responsibility where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes I need to do better, I need to be more strong. Like I said before, we had couple of talks before when you do good everybody's watching you when you're not doing good every same people watching you more you know mm-hmm. closely so it's a learning deal and and it is even you it don't matter what you do you're you're influenced to everybody if we need to watch out because sometimes we get selfish that's true mm-hmm. you know you're in a light spot so and everybody sometimes you just feel tired and sad and you know, whatever you do, and just have somebody watching it, somebody adore you. Not saying adore you is the yeah. right way, but just like loves you or your mm-hmm. kid or a friend or whoever, look up to you. So don't think you're, you're not good enough. Or, that's hard to say because I'm going through a lot and it's not easy. But but we got to have a lot of responsibility in whatever you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. How... Um You're, I feel like you've been pretty private, though, with Jacqueline and with with getting ready to have a family. You guys have kept it pretty on the down low. Yeah, we we're planning actually was planning to have kids next year, mm-hmm. and uh, I just bought a place, like I said, and uh, but we got married and we have some paperwork going on for mm-hmm. her through mine. But she's she was going to school and she have her visa and everything right. Mm-hmm. So where she had in the beginning, she had some complication. Mm. And that's why we just skipped, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, she had mm-hmm. some few problems, but everything is going great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's been a blessing that we can just share with everybody. And it's so exciting. Yeah, a couple more months, <laughs> baby, be here. When did she do? She do the Feb- February or March. Mm-hmm. Could be the 29th February. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> living there, living there, yeah. But yeah, I hope not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Now I want to talk about this year's NFR. You just told me the steers are pretty good. Um, how do you feel, though, going into it? You were... Well, this, it was a different year. It's kind of crazy year this yeah. year. Uh, I wrote, we wrote good. I don't think we wrote the best. I couldn't do it. I didn't. I don't think I wrote good enough. That's like the past years I wrote. I think I wrote better. I'm not saying I didn't mm-hmm. rope enough. Like everybody wrote great to be here everybody on their spot and uh but that was weird you know the number just add up and uh we went here and there a little bit here and there and then uh, coming in to, on the top and uh, i not even thought about it could could do it this year mm-hmm. you know and everybody knows just doesn't matter if you've been the 15 guy here have amazing finals you can get out of here with the dog vocal no matter what yeah do you and caleb talk about it i mean you've come in so well 
the last couple years, had a chance. I saw Caleb was riding Yahtzee in the mm-hmm. warm-up. You were riding green card. Mm-hmm. I mean, what what could be the difference maker? What, what's going to make the difference? I don't know. Like, I think all the healers are all pretty tight. Like I said, the other matter. Clay is just a little bit ahead. Caleb, he, you know, he had some change partners a little bit during the, the season and her upgrade too. And, uh, but Caleb did a really good job. But I like to say, it's, it's, it's a lot of money kind of look like, but it's one, two go-rounds there. Yeah. You know, it's 10 had rodeo mm-hmm. and pay so much money. And I, I, I keep saying, like last year, it was awesome. I had a great year. It's a battle since the first one, always the mm-hmm. end. And I, I was happy to let Paul, her buddy, years passed. And that was awesome. You know, it was fun. It was different. You know, I was glad. And they own it. They rope amazing. And I think we did, we rope good, too. You know, we rope really good last year. But I think it didn't mean to be like the past years, too. I think last year was really good. So I, I think we need to rope one steer at a time. That's what I'm going to try to do. And see if, if I do the best I can, it's be good enough. Mm-hmm. We can't get out of here God's time with the gold buck or a few of them, but not, not. We need to learn how to live with it. It's kind of hard, but everybody's here. They're prepared, and I was listening to Craig Prime say that. Say everybody here think they're gonna do the best and they're gonna win the whole thing, money, and uh, not even that. You know, the gold buck was a dream for every cowboy, every roper, rider, no, no matter what. But you know, what here is the one, the chance we got. To compete against 15 guys, 14 team ropers, and not there we have to run and against compete against everybody. And, uh, and that's here is here NFR. It is the place and the time where we just set up to go next year and can clear some money and make some, you know. Does your gold buckle? Family. Does your gold buckle um, from 2016? 16. Does it? Does it feel like a gold buckle? Like, do you, th- or because it's not in the healing? Does I it- don't know. Like, uh, to be honest to you, mm-hmm. like I didn't had I didn't thought I had no chance to win it, and uh, we done down the end because we had a spot that year. Remember why? You know, a lot of guys just trying to, mm-hmm. and then the last two rodeos, I, I end up making enough money in the calf open to to be able to. Like Kansas City, Kansas right? Kansas City, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Kansas City, I split with Marcus, I think, or somebody. <laughs> split <laughs> like, third and fourth. Did you hurt yourself in the process? I did, I did. Yeah. I did hurt myself. True in the deal, I just have to practice really hard. Mm-hmm. And I haven't roped calf for a long time. And then I just have to practice hard because I'm having trouble on the ground. You know, mm-hmm. just gathering and, and tying. And then I was just practice really hard. And then right after, we went to Hempstead. I thought I was healing, but it wasn't, you mm-hmm. know, because I was just pulling the ground on the right side, and then I was healing the day, I pulled my slack and rode you at the rope or whatever. And then I just hurt really, really bad right after. And I come in, hurt, went U.S. finals, and here it was, it, was, it wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. I, couldn't, I couldn't rope really good at all because it was really, really painful. couldn't stand up. I remember I to you change just my whole discouraged style. that yeah. whole week. You were very discouraged, bad. yeah. Because of I would make a great turn, see the steer, and then I was about to let it go. I couldn't stand up, and then I would just be short, like mm-hmm. <laughs> just can't. But I couldn't get a leg. But but you know what? After after back on the on the 2016, and I didn't talk, couldn't win it. And the numbers had like four guys ahead of me, three mm-hmm. guys, and then we placed on the round, and 
win something on average for somehow those numbers add and end up winning it. You know, that was good. That was the year everybody like lost their ropes. That's unbelievable. It just, yeah. It's like mm-hmm. terrible. Like mm-hmm. everybody could want it and just like go. That was yeah. weird for everybody in every event. So, uh, they just, I was going to the trailer, they just ran out there and said, Hey, Jimmy, come over here. You want it? I said, No, I think I'm a little bit short. I don't think we want it. And they said, No, no, you want the run, but we need to make sure. And they just brought me over here and they just counted, counted, and maybe just weighed, weighed calf rope or weighed everything. So finally, I said, Well, yeah, I want it. You know, the gold buckle. For, I need to be very thankful because today I understand, you know, how precious is that buckle. Mm-hmm. All the real cowboys fight for it. Mm-hmm. You know, as a blessing just to have it. And and I, I did work pretty hard that year. And we roped really good. Team roping and I didn't cap roping that much. Mm-hmm. But it was stuff. And today I really see how much they, everybody has value on this buckle for a cowboy deal. But you know, my goal, my goal is to be world champion healer, you know? Yeah. I, I'm thankful and I understand and it'd be for the hour on and I don't know if I can get another one. You know, it's not <laughs> we probably can get one healing but I don't know. You know, we can, can you probably trip steers? I never done it. We don't trip steers back no. home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just rope chaos. Never bulldog two out of the horse. Just <laughs> I wasn't gonna ask if you bulldog. I mean <laughs> no. you could be a timed event cowboy here. Cowboy. Lazy, go to the time event. Go to the time event. I know they pay really well. Should it does. Try. You should try. I want to try one year. I will. I need to learn how to trip. Just catch too much necks in Brazil. We just go <laughs> no time. Just go straight to the neck. Yeah. <laughs> straight to a 60. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> uh, oh, I'll love to. I think it's, it's, it's a really cool event. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I think we're going to enjoy watching you this week, and I hope it's everything you want it to be. I know. Yeah, I'm just a, me too. Mm-hmm. He has one more little challenge ahead of us again, but see what God has prepared and see what can we can get it done. Perfect. I can't wait to talk to you throughout the week. <laughs> Thank Thanks you. Thank you again to CSI Saddle Pads for presenting this episode, the special Rope Vegas episode of The Score with Junior Nagera. Remember, check out CSISaddlePads.com to order your pad. Check them out in Las Vegas. You have, there's a 30-day ride-it-and-try-it guarantee. You can ride it. You can get it dirty. If you don't like it within 30 days, you can send it back for a refund. Remember, csisaddlepads.com, and thank you all for listening today. <laughs>